BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Barcelo. Still wide open, Barcelo. Again! Oh. AB for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. I am Ben Bagley, not Jason Shepard. I'm filling in for Jason tonight. And Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars host the Portland Pilots at the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah. The Cougars come into tonight's game 16-14 and 14 on the season and 4-1 and one in conference play. Portland, on the other hand, enters the Marriott Center 10-8 and eight overall and 1-1 one and one in conference play, coming off a loss on Monday at LMU. For BYU, the Cougars beat San Diego on Thursday, putting themselves solely in second place in the WCC ahead of St. Mary's and the Toreros. So tonight, and for the next couple of games, it's all about staying focused and not tripping up, not just for their WCC standings and tournament position, but for their NCAA tournament resume as well. The Cougars were just two spots outside the AP Top 25 this past week, and while that's nice and it looks good on a marquee as you're getting ready for a game, the AP Top 25 doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot when it comes to a tournament resume. But looking to stay the course as it pertains to the postseason play, let's take a look at the BYU Cougars' resume as of right now. Two important numbers you need to know is 23 and 27. BYU sits right now 23rd in the Ken Palm rankings and the all-important net rankings. That's the one the tournament committee looks at. BYU is 27th in the net. The Cougars, and looking at where they sit as far as games this season, the Cougars are 2-1 and one in quad one games, 6-3 and three in quad two games, and 6-0 and oh in quad three and four games. Tonight's game against Portland, as it currently sits, would be a quad four game as the Pilots are 228th in the net rankings. On Thursday, Mark Pope became the fastest BYU coach in history to reach 60 wins, doing so in just 79 games. Also, with the win, Alex Barcelo scored 22 points. Seneca Knight tied his BYU career high with 14 points and provided a big spark off the bench. And freshman Fusini Treori finished the game with 14 points. Fus also had 11 rebounds and two blocks for his third double-double of the season. And in fact, in the four WCC games, the freshman from Mali is averaging a double-double with 10.75 points and 10 rebounds. And he's just a freshman, peeps. We are truly watching a future star of BYU basketball grow and blossom just before our eyes right now. I got a chance yesterday to sit down with Foose for today's pregame player interview. Here's that conversation. So as we get ready for the game tonight against Portland, Foose, you've been the biggest story of the year thus far, being pressed into action as a freshman and really succeeding. Mm -hmm. Has there been a point yet this season where you've just kind of stepped back and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is all happening? Yeah, like, it's kind of like being the same, you know, like always listen to coach. I feel like when I listen to coach and also I know the game plan, like I just, I just say, okay, you know the game plan, you know who is guarding, just play like calm down and play and play basketball, you know, because you already know everything gonna happen, you know. 
Is it simple as that? Is it just instinct and it's basketball? It's just a game? Yeah, it's just a game. Yeah, you just have to calm yourself down and just play basketball here. Yeah. It's, no, it's nothing like, it's nothing crazy. It's just, we all play the same basketball. Just play, the, just play basketball, you know? So it's easy. That's all you have to do is just go out and play basketball and you're good, right? Yeah, and have fun, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, I'm going to get to the fun thing because I'm going to tell you, you look like you're having fun out there. Well, first, let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. On the floor, freshman year, Division I uh, basketball, what's the biggest lesson you've learned on the court? Well, on the court, like the coach always said, like, just come, come down and be patient. Every time I catch the ball in the, in the ball, like coaches, especially Bears, coach Bears, he just said, take your time, don't, don't rush. You got like five seconds, you take your time and make, make a play. That's interesting, because the game doesn't look like it's moving fast for you out there. Is that the reason why? <laughs> yeah, I would say maybe why, yeah, that's the reason, yeah. Now, let's go off the court, because you're also, I mean, you come to Provo, at BYU, you've got school, you've got basketball. What's the biggest lesson you learned off the court and juggling everything? Hmm. Like, you talk school-wise, yes, it's been good, you know. Just, it's been a lot of homework, but we just have to get done. Me and I think we always doing homework, homework. Like, and we also have like, a lot of help. People who've been helping us a lot, like, we just enjoying, you know. You said you found a way to make basketball fun. Is you found a way to figure out how to make homework fun? Oh, yes, kind of. You know, like our tutor always, we, we kind of like after homework or 30 minutes after we just stop doing homework and talk, have, have fun, you know? It's been, it's been fun too. Yeah. You talk about having fun out on the floor. There was a moment in the game last night against Portland where you dove for a ball into the first row of the stands, save it, yeah. then you popped right up and you were down for the play. Yeah. I mean, is that just the? Is that just exactly what you're talking about when you're saying having fun? Yeah, have, yeah, that's exactly you know one because that guy still I say oops, I don't want to let that ball to go out you know, and I say okay just die for it, and I die for it but. It was a lot of people there, too, you know. I, I hit a couple of people, but a little kid was crying. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's good, yeah. I'll tell you what, the little kid's crying, but he's going to have stories to tell later. It's about that time that Foosh ran into me on front row to BYU game. Let, let, me, let me ask you this. Um, you look like you're having fun out there. What is the funnest part of playing basketball to you? What brings the most joy in the game? Hmm, that's a good, like... You, you even see the team, you know, we all play together. That's so, this is something special, you know. We all playing together, like, AB, everybody's making threes everywhere, like, blocking shot, dunking everywhere. It's just like, it's always crazy because, especially AB, AB always takes some crazy shot, you know. And every time he makes some crazy shot, it just makes me go crazy, you know. That's one of, like, my favorite thing ever, you know. So there's more fun in watching your teammates succeed than, than you doing it? Yes, kind of, yeah. What about, uh, let, let's compare blocking a shot mm. to dunking the ball. Which one's more fun? Well, it depends sometimes, you know, because when you block sometimes, like, everybody go crazy, you know. That's one of the fun part. But dunking, when, when you dunk on someone, that's fun than block, yeah. Especially when you dunk on somebody, you know. Yeah. Let's look ahead to tonight's game. You've got Portland. You guys are you guys are in a race right now in the WCC. Mm-hmm. What do you know about this Portland team right now? Oh, this Portland team, like like the coaches will say, uh, 
we all we when we come in we have to play on two feet because we love taking charge yeah we just always have to play on, on two feet you know that that's the key of the game well Fus, i'm just going to say this as much fun as you're having on the floor it's been that much fun watching you play and, and kind of blossom into a big key for this byu basketball team thanks for your time oh thank you i appreciate it thank you there's my pregame interview with Fusini Treore, the freshman from Mali. And I'll tell you what, folks, he is as fun to talk to as he is fun to watch. He's gonna, it's going to be fun to watch him as he grows uh, into a major cog of this BYU basketball team in the near future. Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant, and Mark joins me courtside at the Marriott Center. Mark, how are we? Ben, I am fantastic. I'm missing my Packers play, but... Uh, the only way I'd do that is to watch my Cougars play. So it's, you know, I'm torn a little tonight, but I'm ready to go. Well, hey, there's a, there's a couple of options there for you. There's a DVR function on your TV that you can use. And there's also, if you've got your laptop open, maybe sneak a <laughs> peek there at the, uh, the the play-by-play in the window. I think the latter, because unless you promise not to give any updates on the scores, I'm going to know what the scores are. So I think I'll probably get my phone out. And <laughs> be, so if I'm a little distracted tonight, Greg Rubel says, what happened on that play, Mark? I'm like, Rogers threw a f- first down, and, and you'll know what happened. <laughs> hey, let's talk some BYU hoops right now. I just did a pregame interview with Fusini Treori. A freshman averaging 10-10 and 10 in conference play. He was thrust into the spotlight with the injuries with the BYU bigs, but he's blossomed quickly. It's like it, it's weird because usually you, want, see, wait, you wait for a freshman in that role to kind of melt. He hasn't. He's grown. What is it about this kid that makes him special? Yeah, I mean, you look back at this season, and that's really tough to ha- to lose Gavin and Richard Harward. But, man, and you never want for this as a player, but, man, what a blessing and opportunity for Fusini Traore. He's just kind of, like you said, been thrust into the limelight and has been forced to develop light at a light speed. And he he's met every challenge along the way. And what really impresses me about him is how calm he is, how poised he is. You know, one of the hard parts about being a freshman is just everything's so fast and guys are so talented and and you get nervous and you get happy feet and you're like, I, you know, I, I mean, it's hard. It takes a long time to just settle. And he was settled right off the bat. I mean, he's still made a lot of improvements since that you know, first, first time action that he's gotten. But, man, he just plays with such poise and patience. He has a natural timing about him uh, you look at his block shots you know he's coming usually from the weak side the secondary defender on those block shots and you have to really have a nice sense of timing combine that with a great wingspan uh, and then just uh, combine it with just just kind of a feel for the game and not that's that's translates over with his block shots it translates with his post moves it translates with his rebounding and one of the things about Foose Ben is he has I think really separates him from most players you'll see is how quickly and powerfully he jumps. You know, a lot of guys really need to gather, and it's kind of a slow process, especially the bigger you are. 
And he is able, I mean, the, the first time I really realized it was in the Oregon game. He fell to the ground and, and he was out of the play. Looked like an easy dunk for a, a seven footer for, from Oregon. He got off the ground, able to jump and block the dunk at the rim. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> Uh, he's just such a lightning quick jumper and, and and is a powerful jumper and great offensive rebounder and that's another thing he just has a sense for, for the where the ball's going and he rebounds out of his zone with those long arms and anyway I mean I, I, I'm happy to talk all night about Foose I mean he's just a tremendous talent what you'll see now from him is he has he has the confidence now I mean that's all he was really lacking and you see the guy's confidence in him they're trying to get him the ball because they know good things will happen. And it takes a while for big men to earn that trust from guards. But now they want to get him the ball because they know he won't t turn it over. He'll score it. And he's getting confidence. Now you'll see him kind of extend. That's what he needs to work on next. 15-foot jumper. He's got a real nice free throw touch. He's got a nice shooting touch even out to the three-point line. I think he can make threes, and that'll develop for him. But once he gets that, he'll have every aspect of the game down and will be one of the all-time greats here at BYU. I remember the play in Oregon, and at that point I realized he's a, what I like to call, we, I used to used to use this in covering the NBA, he's a blink and you'll miss it jumper. He's just yeah. that quick off the floor. <laughs> Absolutely. You, yeah, you just miss it. Speaking of like that next step, what's going to be interesting with him, because I think he has established himself as a presence. Now he's going to have to establish himself as a guy because he's going to be on opponent's scouting reports. And play, teams are going to play him a little bit differently. How does that change? once you're on the radar of the opponents. Well, you're right. I mean, if I'm looking at BYU, I probably go one to Alex and now two to Foose. And Foose wasn't really on the chart uh, on the scouting report. I mean, he was on there, but it wasn't to devote more resources to him. It was more to be aware of him. Now, I think teams are going to be forced to devote resources. And that means uh, either an immediate monster or a double from the perimeter when they can because he can't be stopped one-on-one. -on -one. And so what's that, what's that going to do is then the scouting report changes for Alex. Like they're not going to be able to devote as many resources to him. It was all about just stop, stop Alex Barcelo. But when you've got Foose and when you've got Tijon Lucas and Seneca started, played really well, and Trevin, Knight, Trevin Nell has been able to get right in the paint and really you know, be good from three, that's the real challenge of this team now. It's not about Alex Barcel. It's not about stopping him because BYU's developing a lot of weapons, and it's not just Foose that's getting better. It's a lot of different guys, but definitely Foose is going to see different changes. But I, what I like about him is he doesn't force things. He doesn't, uh, uh, like I said, he plays with poise, and he's going to get. He's going to be able to recognize that uh, uh, that double team, and he's got these big paws, so he can just put the ball in one hand and just kind of hold it out there. And he can almost be the point guard in a lot of ways. Instead of Alex Barcelo, you get the post touch that collapses the defense, and then he can survey, and he just can kick it out to open shooters. So, I mean, what I say to that is bring it, because I think Foose <laughs> can handle it, and he's going to hurt teams if they try and do those kind of things against him. Let's look back to Thursday night, the win over San Diego. It was a physical game. It was a chippy game. You don't mind those games every once in a while because it, it helps kind of a team develop and keep that, uh, that edge. But it was also important that night that Seneca Knight and Spencer Johnson gave you good contributions off the bench. Seneca Knight really sparked and held and carried the team in the first half. Uh, I thought he, I, I thought that was his best game for me, and he was just super aggressive, which I like. And San Diego plays the type of ball that helps him because they, their philosophy is we're going to take away the three, and he's such a dynamic uh, scorer from 
taking it on the perimeter, beating his man, and then getting in the paint and scoring. So that, that game plan for San Diego went right in, into his hands, and I think he knew it. He think, I think he knew he'd have opportunities. He and Gideon George, I thought, were terrific from the three-point line getting to the rim. And that's what's exciting about those perimeter guys. Uh, and even Nell, I think Nell has figured out how really to get in the paint and hit that little jumper. That puts a lot of pressure on defenses when you have to get out and guard the three, which Seneca hit a couple of those early. Uh, and then when you do that, you really open it up to the dribble penetration from those guys. And, and those guys are really, really good, super athletic, got some good length at the three, and they're able to score it. So, yeah, I mean, Seneca, I hope that's a sign for something for him to come because I think he can really help this team. And, and Gideon George, no turnovers, which was important for him. He's And, and he, he seemed to be getting some confidence. So that, that's the thing about this team. You've got guys every night. I don't know who's going to get 15 tonight. I, I don't. It could be one of eight guys, really. Alex Barcelo will get it. But other than that, I don't know. And and that's hard for teams to play against BYU because if one guy's not scoring, one another guy will step up and do it. On the other sideline, you have Portland coming in. Portland's one of those teams, uh, they're, they're improving ever so slightly from years past. But what do you expect from this pilot team tonight? Well, I think they're actually much better than they have been in years past. It's been, it's been a dry spell for the pilots uh, up there. And uh, I think I think this is a team that can really compete. You see, they were up 17 against San Diego. They lost that game, but we saw how good San Diego was the other night. That was no, no, no team to sneeze at. And they beat uh, Pepperdine and uh, played LMU pretty close. So, I mean, they're a confident team. They've got good size. Uh, is it a team that should come in here and beat by BYU? No, no. But I, I don't know that there's any team in this league except maybe Pepperdine at this point where BYU can kind of, you know, walk through a victory. they, they, they got to really play. And uh, Portland will come in here with confidence and give BYU another challenge. And this BYU team's not been a team that can really run away from teams all year. Um, and they kind of have to grind it out. And this, I think, will be another one of those games where they're just grinding to get a win. And they've been really good at w winning in those grind games, but they, they've had a lot of them. Well, Mark, I will, I will promise you this. Any scoreboard update I get that includes a Packer score, I will start with earmuffs <laughs> Mark Durant. <laughs> now bring it on. I'm hoping it's over in, in uh, you know the first quarter, and then I can just relax. But uh, it's those darn Niners, man. I got a bad history with the Niners. I, I never felt comfortable playing the Niners. Fred Warner and the Niners coming to Title Town. We'll, so Mark, we'll talk to you here in a minute with Greg. All right, thanks. See you. Stop by your local Big O Tire store for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team that you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops, the NFL, and other places. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the Portland Pilots, but before we do that, let's look at some scores from around the world of sports. We're not just going to stick to college basketball here. Uh, in women's hoops, the 17th-ranked women's basketball team continues to dominate as they get an 11-point win over San Diego on the road, 74-63. to Shaylee Gonzalez had 29 points in the win, and fans, I'm going to tell you this. If you haven't had an opportunity to watch this Cougar women's basketball team play, do yourself a favor and get to a game because they are good 
and they are entertaining. You can thank me later. Just go ahead and send your tweets. Thank you, at Ben Bags. You'll thank me later, I promise. This women's Cougars team is really good. A three-seed, a projected three-seed in the latest uh, NCAA women's bracketology on ESPN, so they are a really good team. In the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals advanced to the AFC championship game with a 19-16 win over the AFC top-ranked Tennessee Titans, so they'll advance to face the winner of the Chiefs and the Bills uh, that game tomorrow uh, in the NFL. Also, another NFL game in the NFC Mark Durant's Packers take an early 7-0 lead on Fred Warner's San Francisco 49ers. That game in the first quarter, Packers might might grant Mark Durant's wish and end this game early. Taking a look to the college football top 25 scoreboard, uh, a game, a local game actually, is number 16-ranked USC's at the Huntsman Center facing Utah. The Trojans have a 75-64 lead with about a buck 45 left in the second half in the game of that game. Some finals in the top 25. Uh, 13th-ranked LSU upset by 24th-ranked Tennessee, 64-50. to uh, Second-ranked Auburn beats 12th-ranked Kentucky, 80-71. to Fifth-ranked Baylor's victor over Oklahoma, 65-51. to Sixth-ranked Duke beats Syracuse by 20-79-59 at home at Cameron Indoor. Seventh-ranked Kansas sneaks by Kansas State, 78-75. to Those are future Big 12 opponents for BYU. Tenth-ranked Houston, also a future Big 12 cohort. 79-36 winners over East Carolina. Number 11, Villanova, gets a 85-74 win over Georgetown. And 15th-ranked Iowa State upset by TCU, 59-44. 18th-ranked Texas Tech beats West Virginia, 78-65. 22nd-ranked Loyola Chicago falls to Missouri State. A couple, of, a couple of teams that the Cougars are familiar with. They fall 79-69. to That helps BYU with that uh, game against Missouri State and that win over Missouri State. That improves that in the resume for the Cougars. And one other final to give you, number 23rd-ranked Texas beats Oklahoma State 56-51. to For fans, remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU win tonight, pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com on Monday. Using the onlo- online promo code BYU50, this offer is good at any Utah location. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as tonight BYU looks to remain perfect at home and perfect against Portland. The Cougars 9-0 at home this season on an 11-game win streak dating back to last season and 13-0 all-time against the Pilots, who tonight play in Provo, having lost 54 of their last 56 games against WCC opponents. But this Portland team is improving now. 
But are the Pilots good enough to contend with the Cougars tonight? I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Grubel. With me is former BYU basketballer Mark Durant, and we're going to find out the answer to that question along with all of you tonight. Mark, it's another one of those games. BYU can't afford to lose, but the Cougars haven't lost a home game in almost a full calendar year. Holding serve has become a hallmark of the Mark Pope era. His teams are now 34-3 and here in the Marriott Center. The one thing I remember about being a player, Greg, was how important it was for me that we did not lose in this building. It was really, really important. And I think I had two seasons where we were undefeated. One season we lost one, and another season we lost two. And uh, I just felt like there's nobody in the country, maybe that was naive, but I didn't. I thought we could play with anybody in the country in this building. I thought we would win every game we played in this building. Didn't always feel that way on the road, but I, that's the confidence this building gave me. And I think it's important to this team, especially when you get a little streak going, then you really want to get it done and have a, an unblemished season. So this this is very important to these guys. And, but this will be another challenge. I mean, there's not a lot of cakewalks in the conference this year. And uh, Portland is not the Portland of old. I mean, they've, they've turned some things around. they got some good size. They, they've played teams really, really well. And uh, we'll see what happens tonight. This should be a game that BYU continues that streak. But if you start relying on just winning your home games and not come out with a great effort, then you're, you'll put that in jeopardy. All right, that is Mark Durant. We'll hear from Mark Pope coming up next as our pregame preview with Portland continues. This is the Zions Bank, Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Grubel. It is a Marriott Center Saturday night. The BYU Cougars home to the Portland Pilots. BYU tonight playing for a 12th straight home win. They also play for a 12th consecutive victory over the Pilots all-time. BYU 24-2 against Portland, including a 13-0 mark here in Provo. Time now for our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. And a short time ago, I asked Coach Pope about just uh, this latest conference opponent, which has hung its hat on defense on the way to 10 wins, and the hint of hope that comes with a new coach and a ton of new players. They've started out uh, this league season with a you know a blowout win on the road and and uh, uh, you know a game at San Diego that they should have won. Things just went sideways down the stretch for them and and then a game in LAU where they're missing you know they're they're starting three one of their best players and they struggle a little bit. But it's a really good team. Uh, they they know who they are. They're very efficient in what they're trying to get accomplished and how they do it. Uh, they really really shoot the ball well one through five a lot of times on the court. Not to start just one through four, but they really really shoot it and they use all the space on the floor. They're a good team. They hang their hat as well on a defensive identity, really good shooting numbers against, at least defensively. Yeah, they're really interesting. They'll really pack in. You'll see the lane's going to feel super congested, and they kind of get out and challenge shots late. And, um they're, uh, you know, they, they have a. They're going to really, really kind of use just stretch the scout to its its um, its widest margins possible in hopes that it functions well for them. And they've had some good success doing that. They really ride their starters. This group they've gotten in league. They keep them together on the floor almost all the time. Yeah, it's interesting because they have some. They have some really talented guys off the off the bench. This, this you know, Solon shot forty six percent as a six ten guy. Shot forty six percent last year. Um, 
at UTEP and um, you know they have some size uh, Vucinic is, is just a monster coming off the bench um, they have some guys that they can use and trust but but they'll keep this rotation pretty solid you put them on the line number one free throw team in the country right yep, now yep and um, you know they're in the top half of the country in terms of getting line but when they get there man they make every shot they got a bunch of guys in the league that are all shooting 100% so you don't see that all the time they're a good team at the free throw line three point line free throw line two huge yep. keys tonight okay uh, two thirds of the way through the season now it feels like we kind of know who this team is right now BYU I'm talking yep, about we're going to compete really hard um, we're, you know we're trying to grow in some areas we're trying to get more and more and more pace in this game uh, we, we believe in ourselves defensively we believe we can be really solid defensively although this team challenges in a little bit different way than we've traditionally been challenged and and uh, we feel like we can have some success on the on the glass although this team has been rebounding really really physically and hard for the last four or five games and, um, uh, but we got a lot of faith in our guys a couple of main points off the board uh, tonight for you um, you mean in terms of game plan? Yeah. yeah. So it's always it's always starting on the glass. Um, it's so important. Uh, personnel wise, it's a catch to on the catch game. It is a very heavy on the catch game, and it's a guard without fouling game. It's a it's a early bottoms with great verticality where we really you know as you're as you're that rotation guy, you're really trusting your smash and your first pass, and um, those concepts will be really important for us when when teams are using a lot of space. It really stresses your shell principles, and so those will be all important for us tonight. When we talk about this league being better top to bottom, Portland's one of the teams we look to in terms of having taken some steps uh, coach leggins is going to do some good things with them yeah yeah this is a, this is a young team i mean they have everybody back for the next couple of years with the covid years and and it's a good solid nucleus you know uh you know the starting two guards transfer for him was the leading scorer in that in that league last year on that team and a really talented player and he brought a couple guys with him from eastern washington team that you know gave a, a you know a solid run to kansas in the ncaa tournament and so uh, this is a good team already the foundation of it and they're going to get better and better gonna play well to win this one tonight coach thank you for the time we'll talk to you post game appreciate Thanks, Greg. All right, that is Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by Ford. Built Ford proud. Mark Durant has his keys for tonight's contest. One thing, you you just don't want to mess around with Portland. I think it's important to have a, a double-digit lead at halftime to, to take away any confidence Portland would have. And the other thing is keep Portland under 70 points. They're three, of five, three wins against five losses under 70. They're 7-3 seven and three over 70. So look for that 70-point mark if BYU can keep their numbers down and get a little bit of a lead at halftime they're in great shape all right as we go to break we remind you that smith's has all your fresh game day grilling favorites and when you shop today you can get free pickup on orders of 35 dollars or more just order from the app or at kroger.com and make your game day great smith's fresh for everyone the byu store cougar tip-off show coming up next here on the new skin byu sports network It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back courtside at the Marriott Center, head of BYU and Portland. BYU coming in on an 11-game home court win streak, including a 9-0 mark this season. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Studio host today is Ben Bagley. Control board operators are Tanner Graff and Logan Gardner. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Barry Squires, our BYU radio engineer. Our broadcast intern is Trevor Rich, and you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite radio flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and over the air on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You can also hear us on the BYU Radio app, the BYU Cougars app, the BYU Game Day app, along with the KSL apps as well as online streams at BYURadio.org, BYUCougars.com, and KSL.com. Well, Mark, we're roughly uh, two-thirds of the way through the college hoops season. And I think we are finally starting to see a fully developed picture of what this BYU team is. It is a team built on a foundational superstar in Alex Barcelo. His backcourt mate, Tijon Lucas, uh, giving BYU an experienced and crafty guard line. Then Fuseni Traore is a star in the making and up front and may make the all-WCC team as a freshman at this rate. Then around those three is a support structure of diverse depth players. Their contributions are kind of weighted and rotated from game to game. They've all adopted a defensive identity in a team-wide, team-first mentality that has paid off with 16 wins now in 20 games. In its own unique way, this group has grinded its way into compiling a really, really strong postseason portfolio right now. Yeah, the uniqueness is kind of endearing to me that they're doing it a different way than what we're used to, and it starts with that defense. I mean, it's been a terrific defensive squad, and and they just they find a way that they're going to be in pretty much every game because of their defense. And then it comes down to, well, we got to find a way to win the game. It's not just that we've got to score some points at the end, and you've got such experience and leadership. I mean, wow, and Tijon and Alex just no better in the country with as far as just experience and, and knowing how to play the right way. And Foos has been amazing. But what we really like about this team now, Greg, is that everyone is getting better. You know, sometimes you'll have some regression. I think Seneca is getting better. Gideon, Caleb Lohner is getting better. Foose obviously is getting much better. And, and I think that's, you know, that's going to really show at these last month or two of the season that this team, who knows where you're going to get your points from. And that's okay. Usually it's not okay. You need to have some structure. But I, it may come from Seneca. It may come from Atikia. Who knows who's going to get 15 tonight. And it's fun to watch. It is fun. Mouthwatering Hawaiian-style food. Minutes away from the Marriott Center, fresh off the grilled chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp is Coconut Island Grill with the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word ALOHA to 61090 for a 15% discount on your next visit. The word is ALOHA to 61090. Coming up after this short break, we'll hear from Portland head coach Shantae Leggins, the new coach in town as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show ahead of... BYU in Portland. The Cougars 16-4 on the season, 4-1 in the West Coast Conference. Pilots 10-8, 1-2 in the WCC. The Pilots win at Pepperdine a week ago tonight, snapped a 28-game losing streak against conference opponents. The Pilots are loaded 
with new players. New head coach Shante Leggins overturned essentially all of last season's roster. It's an all-new starting five for Portland, including four players averaging in double-figure scoring. Not the deepest team and not the best shooting team, but the Pilots defend well and do lead the nation in free throw percentage. A few moments ago, I chatted with Coach Leggins and talked about the process of getting a new group led by new coaches to help turn a corner after seasons of struggle. We got a team that's going on the road and playing against some very good talent coming here to play against the game and our guys are upbeat about it they're excited and so there's just there's so many positives to look at i know we're one and three uh one and two um you look at it you easily could be three and oh um you know but you know you take it as you get and you know one of those things uh, the positive is they're sticking together they're fighting every day they've come to practice ready to go so you're excited about that and you're excited to see what they can come out and bring tonight against one of probably the one of the better crowds in the, in the country and so it's gonna be exciting for them and and uh, i'm excited to see what they can do you know again we're learning how to win um, it's the group that's been together f- since you know since early or since earlier late July I think we got everybody finally and uh, so you know that it's just it's just building blocks and so as as you learn and and they learn together I mean they're all freshmen and sophomores and I think I think we're, we're coming along slowly I think it'll be it's, it's it's like you said it's building blocks and it's it's fun to see these guys grow okay thoughts on this BYU team you take on tonight <laughs> one of the best teams in the, I mean one of the top 25 teams in the country um, you know, I, I don't know what an All-American point guard looks like, but he looks like, to me, number 13 on the other team. Um, he, he's probably one of the top three, five shooters in the country. I mean, especially off the bounce. Now you put that in order, maybe he's one of the top top point. He might be the best shooting point guard in the country. And so um, he, you got an elite talent there. Then you got another guy who can really run the team and, and play him off the ball in number three. Again, I, I, I'm bad with names. I don't like killing people's last names. So. But number three, I mean, he gets in the lane. He makes the right play. He gets people shots. You know, and then you got 45 who's out, out rebounding people. And you got Loner who's just just a, a man child rebounding and doing a lot of other things. And then you then you key in some shooters, you know, 2021. 20, I mean, they, they do so many good things for their team. I mean, they make winning plays. And so, you know, we, we watch them. And I talk to our guys about look at the winning plays they make. You know, it's a San Diego team that came in here ready to fight. And they made multiple winning plays to win the game. And, and that's what you have to do uh, to be a good team. And this is one of the top, like I said, it's the top 25 team in the, in the country. And so you, you're excited to get the chance to play against him, but they're very well coached. Um, he's done a great job with his team, and, and his talent level just keeps rising. And so you're excited to play against a team like this tonight. Even though it's league play and teams play each other once or twice a year, the turnover is such that this is a new experience for your guys to be in this building. And you've been here back in yeah. the day. You're looking forward to playing in the Marriott Center. I am. I'm looking forward for it for them because it's an exciting it's an exciting thing for you know. I love to see the guys play against you know top competition. I, you know, it was one of my one of my dreams was the coaching in, in games like this and then to be in a league like this. And so you know that's one of the whole reasons I took this job is because you have these opportunities to to play against some of the best teams and best players and best coaches. And so you know I'm. Excited excited for our players to have this opportunity. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for them. Um, you'll probably see them a little rattled and nervous early. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think, you know, once that ball goes up in the air and, and the crowd starts cheering against them, I think they'll have a lot of fun. Coach Leggins, great chatting with you for the first time. Appreciate it. Good luck to you guys the rest of the way. Thank you. And go Pilots. Don't cut that out. <laughs> and I left that in for him. I left in the go Pilots. So I'll, we'll come back with a go Cougs. We'll go back. All right. That's the... Uh, that's Coach Shante Leggins of the Portland Pilots. The Cougar Tip-Off Show continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and Portland uh, tipping it off at 7.07 tonight. BYU with the win would extend its home win streak to 12 games. 
improved the Cougars to 5-1 and one in the WCC for the first time in nine years and almost, almost certainly get BYU back in the AP Top 25. Mark, earlier this week, head coach Mark Pope said it is important that BYU's win total, metrics, and schedule strength be reflected by the pollsters, and a 17-4 record could indeed be poll-worthy on Monday morning. I mean, Mark Pope's schedules to be put put this team in this kind of position, and that's a very tough schedule. And you know, BYU exploded onto the scene with the win over Oregon. They kind of fell back with the UVU loss, but I think overall BYU's just been fantastic this year. They performed well. They've you know, played the tough schedule, and, and they go on the road. They beat San Francisco. They take care of business at home. It's time, Greg. It's time for them, uh, that, that respect to be given to them because they've earned it. As Rafiki would say, it is time. Yes, that is what <laughs> Rafiki would say. <laughs> BYU, I, feel like, I feel like you're holding you up in front of me, uh, Greg. You, you could do that. Uh, BYU men's basketball dunking on cancer through generous donations. Each BYU dunk during WCC play will raise money for BYU Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Cougs fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. Some final words before tip-off in our national anthem are coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. All right, to BYU and Portland coming up. Our national anthem is also coming up. Mark, a word or two about the bench brigade for BYU right now. Coach Pope settled into his rotation pretty well right now, and off the bench he goes Spencer Johnson, Atiki Ali Atiki, Gideon George, Seneca Knight. Those four guys are... Uh, really performing well for Coach Pope off the bench and bringing exactly what he needs kind of game to game. Almost every game you're getting better bench scoring than the opponent. You can go eight, nine deep. Really effective tool against uh, teams that have to go that deep in the lineup. All right, as our colors are being posted, let's pause for our national anthem. microphone issues right now.
tip-off of BYU in Portland. Coming up next, this has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.